you're going to spend the vast majority of your waking hours at yeah. work. And what what kind of an environment do you want to be in? Uh-huh. I feel like I can rule the world. I know I can be what I want to. Uh, above all, be yourself all the time. Let no one tell you what you can't do. It's all about life and progression, motivation, and the lessons. Hey, everybody, this is Brian Dare, and you are listening to the Build Joy Podcast. On this podcast, we're going to be discussing how to build joy in your work and life by following what we call the joy formula, and that is success plus wellness to the power of purpose equals joy. And we're really excited to be introducing this. This is this is our kind of prequel episode. We're introducing the conversations that will be coming up. And on this one, I'm speaking with our founder and CEO. And when I say our, I mean FBC Remodel. I'm with them, speaking with him about the joy formula, how it came about, what it means, what it is, and how we implement it into our company. I'm really excited to be a part of these conversations. I I think this is a really necessary part of of the conversation around work, like how to find meaningful work, purpose-filled work that aligns with your purpose as a a person. And and, and within that, how do we achieve career success and also pay attention and and prioritize our personal wellness? Uh, I think this is a conversation that is long overdue, and I love the story that Patty has and, and the formula that he's created here or uh, come to find here as he discusses in detail in the coming episode. We're gonna be unpacking this in a lot more detail and talking about how to implement it into your company and bringing other people into the conversation as well. So here we go, here's our first one, listen in. So, Pat, you got some exciting things happening and uh, really, really privileged to be a part of the team here as we think about the joy formula and our motto, build joy and all that. And so we'll talk about all that today and you have an upcoming book and summits and and uh, looking to do a podcast series. And we'll get into the details of that. But let me start here, if I if I would. Could you go into what your career story has looked like? Uh, what how did it start? How did you get into remodeling? Uh, what has been the process of owning the company and building the company here into more than one state? If you could go to, go through all that and uh, what you've learned along the way. Yeah, no, I so so I was in my early 20s when I started the company, and uh, and it, from that from an outside perspective, you would look at it and you say, all right, well, here's this entrepreneur. He starts a company. The company grows and you know opens up uh, you know an office ultimately in Minnesota. Um, we had an office in Washington, D.C. area at one point that that we had to pull back from and then in Chicago. And now we have the three offices and and you'd see this kind of outside you know, picture of a company growing and bringing on people and maybe, you know, different processes and systems and so forth. Uh, but really, I, I look at this arc as like, well, here's this, you know, this kid who was a lot of ego and the arc really is of of you know human discovery, human development, human um, leadership development, um, and to a large extent, it's like you know finding like oh wow I've got this ego, 
I've got this thing that's driving me. And, and ego by itself isn't a bad thing, right? But ego, if you don't know about it or if you're not aware of it or if you're not holding it in check or having it serve you, ego can really take over. And I think that was really characterized like the first, oh, 10 years of the business. I mean, we're into it almost 25 years now and was was me just having zero self-awareness, you know, zero as a leader where, um, you know, I would I would walk into a meeting and kind of take over the meeting and it was all about me and it was all about kind of my ideas and my need to be right and and me kind of proving myself um, and, you know, and 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 you know, through kind of a lot of a lot of pain and suffering, uh, not just on my part, but like the poor my poor team at that point, right? You know, there's this evolution that ultimately leads to this thing called the joy formula, and it couldn't be more like like polar opposites from where we started. Um, and so, like you know, you you might expect the answer to that question to be, well, we. You know, we opened up in Denver and then we did this and, you know, kind of this lineal progression of how of how the company was built. When in fact, I think it's really a story, which is, I think, a very common story of self-discovery. That's huge. I, pre- I appreciate you sharing it that way. And, uh, you know, what when you think about your earlier self and where you are today as a leader, what are if if you were gonna if you were going to fast track and maybe you can't fast track these things but if you're going to fast track that development what would you what would, what would you tell your earlier self when you were starting this business up? Um, believe, believe really that there there really is. Um, so here's what happens when you believe, and and when I say the word believe, I don't have any kind of. Um, I'm not I'm not attaching an institution or a philosophy to believe like now you might hear that, which is fine, because that's how you would interact with believe, which which is perfectly fine. How when I say believe for me, it means like believe that it'll all work out. Believe that there is some sort of of guiding principle that takes us through life that if we there, there's a uh, there's there's a I, I remember this story of uh, being up in Boston at this conference and I was with a good buddy of mine this guy Rick Sapio and it's like two in the morning and we're in this castle it's called the Endicott House and it's on the grounds of MIT. And we're up in the, the the very rafters of this castle, right? And it's two in the morning, and you know, he has his arm around me, and and we're we're just we're hanging out, and and we get to this like, what is life all about? You know, kind of kind of yeah. a story. Yeah. And he goes, he goes, why don't you just sing along with me? And so we start singing, row 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 your boat gently down the stream. Merrily, 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 life is but a dream. And so, you know, two or three rounds of that and maybe a couple rounds of some beers as well. We're singing this thing. And he tells me, like, he's like, listen, Patty, that is life. It's 
when you're rowing down the stream, life is but a dream. But most of life, and certainly most of my life up until that point, had been spent rowing upstream and just mm. rowing like this, mm. rowing and rowing. And you you can row like hell and you look over and you see the side of the river, you see the side of the lake, and you realize, I'm not going really fast. I'm barely moving. But if you actually turn the boat around and go with the river and go with that flow, life is so much easier. Mm. And, and so that, that is for me, when I say believe, Fundamentally, that's what I'm talking about, is that mm -hmm. there's this river that we're all on, and we can either choose to row against it or, you know, and make our own way, or we can turn the boat around and row with the river. And you can put some energy into it, and you can go really fast, but then when you take a rest, you're still moving. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Everything has momentum. And so that is that is what I think if I could have understood that at an earlier age and gosh, and this is. I don't know that I could have. I don't know if I could have grasped it because I almost feel like you have to go through the knuckle headed <laughs> bone headed moves yeah. that, that I did as a, you know, as a as a as a male, you know, high a driver who really wanted to have success. But I, I, I feel like if I, if I could have grasped that idea earlier of believe and, and embrace that it's all about the people around us and it's all about helping the people around us and we're a community mm -hmm. versus this kind of Atlas Shrugged and Rand kind of view of, you know, that, that I'm the superhero, which I, I, you know, I relate to that. I get that. Like, I'm, but that's not all that there is. There's an awful lot of power when we believe, we go with the flow of this river of life, and we just help people around us and love on people around us mm -hmm. and stop putting, you know, my own objectives first and start putting the objectives of the people around me first, and then, then all of a sudden magic happens. That's good. That's good. Good stuff there. There's all, there's all kinds of things I'd love to get into on that. But before I get too deep, I want to talk about the joy formula. I know that was a, a significant thing that you're known for and also a significant uh, point in your career when you started to develop that and, and put the pieces together for that. So let's get into that. I want, I'm probably going to backtrack in some of what you just said there in just a minute, but let's Joy formula. What what is that, and and what was the genesis of the joy formula? All right. So I'll I'll speak to what the joy formula is today, mm -hmm. and then we'll talk about where it actually came from. Yeah. The joy formula is joy equals success plus well-being to the power of purpose. So it's a, you know, in the form of a mathematical equation, yeah. right? Yeah. So joy equals success plus well-being to the power of purpose. And how we utilize the joy formula, we not only take the success that normally is found in business, 
there's all sorts of very, very good structure around how do you set people up for success in business? And so the first thing you want to do is you want to make sure that people have their number one. You want to make sure that, you know, accountabilities are clear. They have milestones that there is just there's clarity in what they're supposed to be producing uh, for the business. Okay. And so from a success standpoint, right, that is that's what we use in the formula um, is our uh, our number one for the business. And, and everybody in the company knows like what their objectives are and what they need mm-hmm. to do. But what we found is that if you manage to objectives, if you manage to that number, you're only scratching the surface because we're not machines. We're not, you know, you know, at, at our company, we have desi- we have a lot of designers, we have a lot of project managers. We're not just designers and project managers, we're human beings. Mm-hmm. And if you only develop one side of a human being, you end up getting a very lopsided individual. Mm-hmm. And you you end up you end up with a person who can be really out of whack. And so the well-being side of the equation acknowledges our humanity. It acknowledges the need for our communities, for our family, for Mm. our fitness, Mm. for fun, for that, that, that element of like, you know, hey, what's on my bucket list? And so we combine both sides of that joy equation, you know, so when you bring success and well-being together, mm-hmm. that's really where joy, where really joy lives. And we found one other thing. At first, for the first handful of years that we had the joy formula, that was it. Joy equals success plus well-being. But what we found was that something was missing. And that in a vacuum, if we're living in this vacuum with a lack of purpose, we don't necessarily know where to point the boat. We don't know where where to steer it. Mm-hmm. And so when we brought purpose into the equation as well, <clears throat> and we really created a an environment and some tools that helped people understand what their purpose is on this planet. Mm-hmm. And when they could see that their purpose was aligned with what we're doing as a company. Mm-hmm. And by the way, like we have yet to find an individual who's come onto the team and, and we make sure to be super clear about what our purpose is as a company mm-hmm. uh, before somebody comes on board. But we have yet to find a misalignment. You know, our purpose is to build joy for as many people as possible. Mm-hmm. And when people ultimately develop their own purpose, we we inevitably almost always find that alignment there. Mm-hmm. And when that alignment is there, then you've got some real power. And so the the joy formula is really helping people develop as human beings within the purpose that they have articulated. 
and then seeing that that purpose also aligns with you know with the company's purpose so that we have everybody i mean it kind of goes back to that row 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 your boat analogy right you truly have everybody rowing in the same direction because everybody has a common purpose and everybody knows what their you know what their 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 10 year goals are their 3 year yeah. goals where they're going in life they know where the company is going and so you truly have this this uh this whole team rowing in the same same uh boat at the same target mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and 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 so the joy formula um has been something that has just completely um really changed the culture of the company it's changed mm -hmm. my relationship to the company it's changed I feel like it's changed the team's relationship with each other and with the you know just everybody really recognizing that we're we're truly all on one team together. We truly care about people as human beings and not just as you know like you know an employee, you know like how much how much output can you produce? No, or we actually care about you as a human being. And that has um has really transformed uh you know our relationship with our you know, with our team and the results that they produce. I mean, it's just like, it's it's night and day different. Yeah, yeah, I, I love all that. I know it was one of the things that really attracted me to the company, the the joy formula and, and, the, and the company's purpose around building joy. It just, it was a huge draw. And I and I see it, this really resonates with a lot of people, as you mentioned about around the the alignment uh, with it brings. And, and even when I think about the, the that addition of purpose, it really starts to get to the original semi-ancient meaning of the word vocation, you know, which which means calling, you know. Uh, so so how does your job, how does your career, it, it goes beyond the job, it goes beyond the career, and it's this kind of calling category of how does your job right now fit into how you view the broader purpose meaning of your life and it's just so cool to get to talk about that I, I again as a talent manager i'm regularly having interviews with ind individuals interested in potentially joining our company and when they ask that question of you know what's your company culture like or you know what um what makes you guys stand out from other construction companies and and to, to get a chance to talk about the joy formula and to, to think and, and even express it, it comes unexpected, I think, for people, but they always love it. Like they always love that, you know, here we are, a modeling company. I said, here's how we think about work. Here, here is what here is. And tell me if you're seeing this as well. You know, when you speak to somebody's passion, when you speak to somebody's purpose, when you speak to somebody's like, hey, what, why, why are you doing this? What, what is your purpose? What, what you're going to spend the vast majority of your waking hours at yeah. work? Yeah. Yep. And what, what kind of an environment do you want to be in? Mm -hmm. And I think, I think like our approach was never meant to be a, uh, 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 you know, like a like a lure, <laughs> you know, for for those conversations or for those people, but as a as a kind of an unintended consequence, mm -hmm. as an mm -hmm. unintended result, yeah, like of the joy formula and how we're approaching 
And to, I mean, you see it all the time, right? Yeah. People light yeah. up and, and they, yeah. they say, hey, I want to I want to work for a company that that prioritizes this, that this is this is the type of an environment that that we want to want to go and work at. No, it's great. It's good. What was what was the development of the joy formula? Where did that come about? What was there any significant moment in your life or career that that led to thinking these terms? So, all right. So, Brian, I got to say, like, you got to get like my mind frame was that I had to be as an entrepreneur, I had to push mm. and I had to create and I had to control. Mm. And for me to embrace the joy formula, for me to say, I believe, right, was, I don't know if it was anything short than like some sort of an act of God almost like coming in and changing mm. my heart. Um, it, I, I, I remember thinking about when, when, when we decided that we're going to go all in on joy, that that would be the number one metric, that that would be our driving force. Like, I remember thinking like, oh my God, I'm going to risk everything. I'm risking, you know, I, I looked at my house and I'm like, all right, are, are, am I going to have a house over my head? And what about the kids, you know, college? And I literally thought that there was a distinct possibility that the company would not survive and that I would. Mm. Be. Mm. And and in that moment. I just. I just chose to believe. I just chose mm -hmm. to say, you know what, I, I'm going to I'm going to believe on people. I'm going to believe in love instead of fear. I'm going to believe in abundance instead of scarcity. I'm going to believe that. Uh, that that if I just believe in people. And, and, and embrace people and love on people, that everything will work out. The beauty of the joy formula is that I didn't come up with the joy formula at all. It actually came out of a conversation that we were having. Hmm. And um, and Lindsay, up in our Minneapolis office, mm -hmm. she was mm -hmm. our design leader at the time. And we were we had just finished a uh, um, a conference where they had they had, had a bunch of different speakers. So our our brains were going and we're firing yeah. and yeah. We're really yeah. creative yeah. and. And we were talking about, all right, well, what's our next year goal going to be? And how are, what does that look like? And, you know, I'm coming from like push, push, push. So I'm saying, all right, well, I think we should be, you know, we should be shooting for a $20 million revenue number. Um, and that's, you know, X amount of clients, 200, you know, 200 projects. Um, and then I'm like, well, maybe, maybe we could, to make it more palatable, and again, this is more of that pusher side of me and, and kind of to make it more palatable, maybe we could talk about, um, you know, transforming 200 people's lives. Right. But in all honesty, I'm just really being kind of a driver, a type like pushing for this thing because mm -hmm. I'm still trying to like prove that I, I'm good enough or something. Right. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Like, you yeah, know, like all that. Yeah. Like I, I just I want a bigger company and that way I can feel better about myself. And mm -hmm. and I don't mean to sound like complete like 
completely crass about it, but that, that was the part of me that was doing that. Mm-hmm. And that's the right. ego. Yep, yep, yep. And that, that ego is still there, but but that, that was the ego. But I was yeah, starting I to recognize that ego. Like I was really starting to become familiar with that ego yeah, and understand. Yeah, yeah. And so Lindsay goes, she goes, you know, I, I don't want to go back to my design team and tell them that, hey, great job this year. So next year, we want everyone to produce 20% more. And I just stopped in my tracks. Five years earlier, I would have been pissed. I'm like, hey, you are my sales lead and you're telling me (laughs) you want to grow sales? Yeah. And I just held my tongue and she went on and she said, I want to bring more joy to the team. Mm -hmm. And I saw everybody on the leadership, their heads were, were nodding. Yeah. And so I quickly looked up and I found this definition of joy, which to this day, I haven't been able to find again. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know, man. But I looked up and, and it, bam, was right there. Joy is present. When one experiences success and well-being. Uh-huh. And God, I, my mind was just racing because I'm going back and forth. It's like the devil and the angel, right? Like going, you know, on each, each of my shoulders. Right, and right. I've got, I got the, you know, I got one side of me that says, hey, you're running a business. It's all about numbers. You got to push this sure, thing sure, forward. Sure. And then I've got, I got Lindsay over here in the human form of this angel saying, mm-hmm. Now it's about joy. Mm-hmm. It's about people's success and well-being. It's about helping people maximize their joy. Mm-hmm. And something happened where I just said, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's go for this. Let's, you know, and 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 in that moment, I knew that we were all in. I, I, I can't explain it, but I knew in that moment that we were all in. Yeah. And the team was the one that said, hey, we should probably do this as a as a uh, theme this year, right? Because they know me. They know that I get off target like, <laughs> like, like I said a bird, you know, like I got and but deep down inside, I knew that this this was this was the way. Yeah, like, yeah. we did this. So we, there was no it. turning back. Yeah, so so they so they were like, hey, let's make it a year focus. It'll, it'll that'll be enough to build it into our you know DNA. And, and you're like, this is the new way of doing things. And they're they're like, yeah, Patty, absolutely. But they know, they know that I'm gonna say I'm gonna say something else. You know, a month from now, this is the yeah. new way of doing things. Right, right. But, but I, 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 I tell you, man, it's it, it it when you see when you feel it and you see it and you step in. You never want to go back. Yeah. I don't I don't want to go back to clinching and driving and pushing and, you know, and and, you know, and and in reality, this is the the thing that just like. Is so ironic or so perfect Mm -hmm. because this is how the world works. This is that flow is that our results are through the roof. By any mm-hmm, measure, mm-hmm. across the board, you know, mm-hmm. our financial results, our retention, our ability to hire and attract great people. Um, I mean, all of our metrics are are up, 
you know, 50%. Yeah. And, uh, but that wasn't the, I I didn't do it for that reason. I, I, I truly, truly thought I, I, I would probably be living on the streets. (laughs) Yeah. You thought this shift in approach could really do you in. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, you know what, but it's okay. I'll, My wife has yeah. always said that the kids are always within ten feet of us anyway. Why do we? Why do we need a big house, right? <laughs> so, oh man, so I hear you. That, that's 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 fascinating. So here's what I'm thinking: if you know, you got business leaders. If they were listening to this conversation, I, I would assume their gut response would be affirmation with lots and lots of questions and maybe even a bit of cynicism when they hear this kind of song right so yeah that sounds great and and uh yeah i think that that makes sense but how do i actually if i were going to to take this mind shift and and apply to the joy formula to my company how how do I how do I do that? Like how how do how do I make that a part of the company culture? You know, is it just a mind shift in my own personhood and how I approach as a leader, or are there ways to infuse it into the life of the company? Yeah, I think I think first and foremost, the leader of the company, the the that you know the founder, the CEO, the president, whatever that looks like. Um, really has to be doing it because you you just can't help yourself from caring. Like you you've you've just gotten to a point where you've said, you know what? I believe. Mm-hmm. I believe that if I come from a space of love, if I come from a space of mm. genuinely caring for my team, that everything will be okay. Yeah. And so once you make, because I think if you don't make that decision first, this will fall flat on its face. Mm-hmm. Like this is a tool that will dramatically improve your business performance. But if you use it for that tool, and if you don't believe in, if you don't have the heart behind it, mm-hmm. people see through it immediately. Sure, yeah, yeah. You know? Um, but beyond that, our, our format and, and the structure for this is really very simple, okay? So we have, and, and all of this is available, um, you know, maybe at, at the end of this conversation, Brian, you can, mm-hmm. you, can you know, just uh, um, add in, you know, a website and some, or some contact info. But we have yeah. all of this available. We're more than happy to share the structures that we use. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I'll, 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 I'll have you start with the purpose piece of it and, and bringing mm-hmm. people on, because I know you're involved with that, uh, yeah. with people coming on on board. But we start with purpose, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we have a, a, a process through which someone can define their how they view their purpose. It's something that and that's something that, as at least in my case and, and, and other positions here, too, when we sit down with those who with our supervisors, we we, you know, at least on a monthly basis, discuss that purpose. And it might be a matter of trying it on at first and seeing if it fits and, um, you know, seeing if it if it uh, is actually accurate. But part of working here is defining 
what your well, how you would how you would view materialize your life purpose. It's a, it's a beautiful thing. And is your work here in alignment with that? Yeah. And so we start yeah. with purpose, mm-hmm. and then we take people through what we call our personal vision tracker, and we have the team, everybody on the team, you know, creates a vision board, mm-hmm. which is really putting getting out of your head. Yeah. And and part of that is like rekindling some of those childhood like dreams mm-hmm. that that now we're saying hey let's bring those back up let's let's rekindle that fire and so mm-hmm. you'll see some people just putting some amazing things on their vision board like what they want to create into the future and then we had just have this 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 two-page tool that outlines, everybody goes through and they outline their 10-year goals, their three-year goals, their one-year goals. And then we have a, a really um, a beautiful little uh, F journal, like mm-hmm. joy journal, mm-hmm. that takes it down to the daily yeah. so that you're tracking, just like in business. What we've done is we've taken the same tools that you use to, uh, to really propel a, a business strategy forward, and we bring them to people's lives and say, all right, how do you want your your well-being side of your life? How, how, how do you want that to uh, manifest 10 years from now? How yeah. do you want your success to manifest 10 years from now? Mm-hmm. And so people end up having this whole plan for what their life looks like that aligns beautifully with their purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, and then our next tool is we have a, a monthly uh, check-in a monthly, uh, you know, huddle between that person and their their leader. Mm-hmm. And we check in and uh, we, we create new, you know, you know, new uh, uh, a new focus for that month based on what's been happening, what's mm-hmm. been, you know, what's been hitting, not hitting. Um, and, and I thought for certain when we first started this, because we review the success side of the equation, which is all the company metrics, and then we review the individual side of the equation, all the well-being metrics. And I thought for certain that we would hit the success side, but then the well-being would kind of be like a, not an afterthought, but like something that would would kind of be towards the end of that meeting. Mm-hmm. And after talking with the leaders and the managers in our company to the one, everybody goes to the well-being side first. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know? Yep. And it's because that's what drives, it's the well-being, somebody's well-being that drives everything else. Yeah, yeah. Right? It's so it's so good. I mean, I, the, the, one of the encouraging things about, you know, being an employee here, I have a lot to say about this, but I'll, 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 let me deal with, let me talk about, as you mentioned, the um, the vision board that you referenced just a moment ago. At our at our company summit, we all got to discuss our vision boards, and then also as a part of our just local team meeting, we're, we're regularly including as a part of the meeting one or two individuals discussing their vision board, and it's it's such a cool experience. I mean, first of all, you get to hear a part of their story that you probably wouldn't otherwise be familiar with. Yeah, for sure. Were this not facilitated. Um, so you get to know your coworkers better. You get to know what makes them tick, um, and and it's just it's it's a cool experience. 
And I, I've never been a part of a meeting that's so fun as the ones that we've we've had here to get to hear individual stories and and then just allow that to guide uh, how that meeting goes. But but then also, I wanted just before I forget, I wanted to talk a little bit about the uh, the wellness side and how that's brought into the company discussions. Um, where you're talking about some of your wellness goals. I mean, a goal, a wellness goal I had this uh, particular year was a daily meditation habit. And it's something that I did for a window of my life, but then it went completely away. And I very, very sporadically uh, tried to make it a part of, of my life before. But this year, I'm like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to double down. I'm going to make this a regular habit. To have a company who cares about that not only cares, but also is curious and wants to hear more about that and, and to even help kind of hold me accountable uh, for, for that goal I set for myself. It's a huge encouragement and it does affect the totality of how you view your work here as well. Those things slide into each other and they're not, they're not completely combined, of course, um, you know, but they, they affect one another and, and to have a company that's interested and cares and takes an investment that is really encouraging now the the depth for me as the founder of the business um for me the the amount of meaning that my that this company now it's so much more meaningful you know and so um it's it's it fundamentally changes the relationship that, you know, from, you know, one of um, employee employer to, I wouldn't say family because family's different because in a family, you don't actually do this kind of stuff. Most families don't act in this supportive, but challenging way. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. This is, this is a highly functioning team that is all about being the best we can be. Yeah, that's great. Good stuff. Well, you've got a you've got a book coming up. Can you tell us a little bit about that? What will that be uh, about? And and uh, just uh, fill us in on all about the book that's coming. Oh gosh, so excited about it. It's 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 really the story of the joy formula. Yeah. Um. And so the first half of the book is. A lot of the um, the backstory of the Joey formula, kind of how we got here, um, it really paints a picture for why it's so important. Um, and then the second half of the book really gets into the details of how how do you know what is the purpose exercise? Mm -hmm. How do we take people through that? Yeah. Stories of people that um, that really are living on purpose um, takes people. You know, there's a chapter devoted to our scorecards. There's a chapter devoted to how do you implement this cultural operating system mm -hmm. called Joy Formula? Mm -hmm. And so um, it's really a, uh, it's, it's it's meant to inspire as well as to uh, be a guide to how to uh, how to bring joy to your team. That sounds great. It's gonna be hugely helpful. Good. Uh, well, there's also a, a summit coming up, the, the Conscious Entrepreneur Summit that you're gonna be speaking at can you fill us in a little bit about what that is and if everyone's hearing this before the date arrives for that, why they might want to consider uh, attending that? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, the Conscious Entrepreneur Summit, I'm so happy to be a part of it. 
we've got such a great lineup of uh, of speakers. So the yeah, so the Conscious Entrepreneur Summit. Um, I feel so lucky to to have been invited to speak. There's incredible speakers that are um, that you know that are on the bill. It's all about how to cr- create a higher level of consciousness, higher level of of thinking, a higher level of purpose as business leaders. And so I'll be talking about the joy formula. I'll be bringing more specifics uh, in that event. Um, and uh, the the actual event is May 17th and 18th in uh, in Denver. Um, and the URL, I believe, is Conscious Entrepreneur. What is it? Yeah, so just, yep, con- you get a ConsciousEntrepreneur.us is where they can find more information on that. Yeah, ConsciousEntrepreneur.us. So so the the URL is conscious dot uh, conscious entrepreneur dot us right mm-hmm. yes yeah, so us yep. and um, it'll be a great event um, and uh, we actually have a discount code uh, available um, so if uh, if you're interested in that please contact the office and we can get you that discount code uh, it takes 150 dollars off the ticket price um, so it's 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 two days jam packed. Uh, Guaranteed to kind of shift your uh, shift your purpose, shift your why, or at least have you question, you know, what is it that we're doing and how might we approach it a little better? Appreciate you listening in, whoever is uh, catching wind of, of this interview. And Patty, thank you so much for spending some time with me today. Absolutely. Uh, you're, you're such a, a joy to... Uh, to spend uh, a little bit of time with, whether in person or or on a call like this. So really enjoyed cool. it.